Well, good morning, everybody. And for those that are want, almost watching the podcast, you don't watch a podcast, you listen to it. <laughs> well, anyway, for the folks that are listening to the podcast, we are New Creation Family Church in Springfield, Missouri. And we just have a message from the heart of God. We always have a message from the heart of God because we always listen to his voice and do what he tells us to do. But this message is closer to his heart than a lot of folks realize. Um, this message um, was something that I didn't realize in the past, how close to his heart that it is. And we're going to share with you some of the things that we've learned from others, some of the things that God showed us, and, and the things that we apply to our lives in the area of marriage. So the title of this message is called, I Do, But Do I Really? Yes, <laughs> I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. But we work at that. Yeah. Because, yeah. Uh, you know, people enter marriage, um, I shouldn't say everybody does, but uh, many. <laughs> too many people enter yeah. marriage with no idea of, yeah. of, you know, I told I told my pastor when I was talking with him about asking Kim to marry me, and and uh, I told him I'm going in this with my eyes wide open. And so, and then we got married, and mm -hmm. and over the last almost 13 years, uh, my eyes have gotten wide open, <laughs> <laughs> but not as wide as I thought they were. I've learned a lot. And and Kim's learned a lot, mm -hmm. and we've learned a lot together. And so we're going to share some things. Learn just how to, not to kill each other along the way. Well, Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah. Just uh, keeping it real. We both survived, <laughs> thrived, actually. <laughs> so uh, we just want to share some things that, first of all, what God says about marriage. You know, it's his idea. You know, this ain't something that people uh, drummed up so that, you know, uh, you you can uh, have a claim on somebody, or mm -hmm. or uh, uh, you know your ball and chain and all that garbage. Mm -hmm. uh, God, <laughs> God created, invented, ordained, mm -hmm. required marriage yeah. between a man and a woman. Right. And, and if you read back in Genesis of the creation, when he created Adam and Eve and, uh, and put them in the garden, and, and when Adam, God made Adam a, a helper, mm -hmm. uh, someone to come alongside and help yeah. him. And, and, you know, a lot of folks um, don't even know why God's plan, you know, is for marriage why he created it. and i'm not saying that if you're single and don't want to get married you're less that's not the truth let's clear that up right now you know you're not less at all some folks don't want to get married some folks have that grace not to but we're talking about marriage today so that's what and, we can talk and, about and some people want to and they aren't ready to yeah and you so know, we have to learn some things right exactly and better learn them now and then later the hard way you know yeah. Uh, but, you will learn them. Oh, yeah. Either the hard way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. If you choose how you're going to learn them. But, um, you know, people don't realize that, you know, marriage is for a couple to fulfill God's plan and purpose on the earth. And people don't even realize what um, 
God's plan is for their marriage, and that's different for everybody. It's all to bring him glory and honor and to touch the people around them. So you guys got to seek God together and find out what the purpose is for your marriage. And we knew before we were married. You may not know that soon, but, um, you know, so there's no condemnation there. But you need to seek God, and he will tell you. You need to ask him in faith, and he'll show you what the purpose is for your marriage. Like, he started telling me his vision you know, before we married, and it was right in line with the same vision God put in my heart, and that just sealed the deal for me. That confirmed that I heard from God and that He was the right one. And and the vision God gave us uh, <laughs> uh, when we were single mm -hmm. uh, could never have been completed yeah. or begun actually right. without the other one right. working together mm -hmm. to get it done. Right. And yeah. and so God knows what He's doing, yeah. and we need to sometimes get out of His way to listen to Him, right. obey Him, and do things His way, right. and oh, life goes so much smoother when you yeah. do that. That's so true. Uh, so, but God's idea of marriage, and you know, Kim was saying, you know, your your purpose, God has a purpose for everybody, mm -hmm. and. And a married couple, uh, they have a pur purpose that neither one of them could accomplish on their own, but together right. Right. Uh, they, they can be world changers. Right. And, but it starts with the purpose that every marriage has. Right. Love God, mm -hmm. love yourself, love each other, mm -hmm. and then love those people around you. Right. And it all starts with love. And um, um, the definition of love is? Means I will give in Hebrew. And I can't take credit for that. We can't take credit for that. And I always give credit to the proper people. And we learned that from Ken Blunt Ministries. Ken Blunt, B-L-O-U-N-T, ministries.com. Check them out. There's amazing resources there. Just amazing. And, uh, um, you know, they've, they've, they're teaching their their lives have have changed so many people yeah. and they minister in the area of of marriage and and relationships yeah. and family yeah. and kids raising mm -hmm. kids and yeah. and uh, uh, the purpose of all that connected together in yeah. the church and in the world yeah. and so uh, everybody's marriage starts with the love God's idea, and then uh, um, the other reason that God created marriage between a man and a woman is uh, so that you have children and children's children and children's children's children, and and create a legacy. Mm -hmm. And so your number one ministry as a man and wife when you have children is your family and if you if you don't learn to minister one to another and minister to your kids uh, then there's uh, there's things that happen that god didn't plan and so it's important that that you find out what God's plan is and his plan for your life and uh, 
the number one source for that is what the Bible says about it. Uh, you uh, need the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will help you. That was his first title in the Bible, in the King James Version, as helper. Mm -hmm. I will send you another helper. Right. And why? Because we need help. Yeah. And especially where marriage comes. Because, mm -hmm. see, uh, I don't know if, you, if you've been married very long, you know that the spouse that you have is different than you yeah. in lots of ways. And some of those ways, uh, your spouse is there to help you get back on track to where where God is. And in some ways, that works both ways. The wife helping the husband, the husband helping the wife. For instance, uh, one of the first things I learned uh, as a, a husband was... Uh, you have responsibilities. And I'm not going to, I don't want to joke about this because it's serious, mm -hmm. but but uh, I read in the Old Testament uh, that it says that when a husband, well, it says lots about things in the Old Testament. When a husband finds a wife, he finds a good thing. Uh, and that's the truth. Um, uh, your wife is a blessing to you. And she is different than you for a reason. And I'm not going to get into all of that. But uh, she's, let's, God compares the relationship between a husband and wife to the relationship between Jesus and the church. And, and so, Jesus loves the church. He helps the church. He guides the church. He sent the Holy Spirit to help the church. You have a helper. Uh, your family, the, well, let me just read this so that I don't, uh, this is Ephesians chapter 6. Uh, no, chapter 5. And uh, we'll start with verse 22. Wives, Submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. Now, that word submit doesn't mean roll over and let them walk on you. That means you listen to him, you respect him, you, you uh, follow his lead, where his lead is leading you in the direction you should go, uh, because... Uh, let me explain something about men. Left to their own devices, without God's help and the influence of the word, uh, a man left to his own devices is basically a self-centered, egotistical pig. Male chauvinist pig. <laughs> I had to get that whole definition in there. Uh, you know, uh, left to the course of nature... Without the influence of God, uh, men aren't very nice people in general. I mean, overall. Uh, they self-centered. They're it's me, 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 me. Uh, and that doesn't work in a marriage. doesn't work in a marriage. 
So, and it says, so submit to your own husband. If you, if this is going to work, guys, you have to live your life where your wife is willing to follow your lead, where she wants to follow your lead, where she wants you to be the head of the house. And that don't mean dictator. Right. That means lead. Uh, and if you're leading her somewhere that ain't going to be good, the Holy Spirit, my experience in nearly 13 years of marriage is the guidance and leading of the Holy Spirit is a lot like the voice of your wife. If she's led by the Spirit, full of the Holy Ghost, uh, she comes alongside of you to help. Um, she has a different perspective on things than you do. Yeah. And it pays to listen to what she says. Yeah. And I don't know how many times I've thought of something, you know, uh, doing something. And then she gets her perspective on it. And you think, you know, you're right, baby. We, we probably ought to hold off on that yeah. because, uh, you know, I didn't, I didn't see that picture. I didn't see, you know, I saw the idea and I saw the results, but I didn't see everything that goes in between. Right. And she sees everything that yeah. goes in between. And um, I just want to teach you folks something, because a lot of folks get this wrong, and it really bugs me, especially when preachers get it wrong, but I want to teach you this. I want to teach you this. It's not helpmate. It's help me. A helper opposite is what the real meaning of that is, if you... If you look into all the, the meaning, you know, in the, um, what is it, you know. The Greek. Yeah, Hebrew, Greek, or whatever. I don't remember. I think oh. it's Hebrew. I'm not yeah, sure. But, but, but um, that's not the point. But anyhow, it means a helper opposite. Uh, a strong military ally who sees the enemy. That's what help meet means. And it's not helpmate. And, you know, and that's really a better definition because the w women are strong. And. And, you know, and the, the devil has made women out to be weak and insignificant. That's not God's plan in creating them, us, you know. He hasn't created us, us that way. We're very vital. We're an important part of marriage. We're an important part of the team. And to submit means just to be under a mission, submission, be under a mission. You know, the two years need to be under the same mission with the husband leading and him, you know, listening to the vice of his wife. And it also rib when... um. Adam, you know, when God took, you know, Adam's rib out, and this wasn't one little tiny rib, it actually meant his side. Um, and it rib means for advice. It actually means that. And we learned all this stuff from Kemblunt Ministries a while back. And that's blessed us so much and changed our whole perspective on marriage. And it's stuff that's really cool and fascinating when you really see what God did when he created marriage and men and women together in marriage. It's amazing stuff. So let me get back to the scripture yeah, yeah. here. Uh, the husband is head of the wife, as also Christ is head of the church, and he is the savior of the body. Therefore, just as the church is subject to Christ, so let wives be to their own husbands in everything. Husbands, love your wives, just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her. That means that you aren't, you don't put yourself first. You put the family first. You put. You know, there's things I do and have done and will continue to do because, uh, you, you know, 
there there's things that I've done in in my life that I really enjoy doing, and and I get to do things I enjoy to do, but they're not my priority. My wife and daughters are my priority, and so I, instead of being selfish and say, "Oh, I'm going to do this," and we really need this and this and this, but I'm I'm going to do this, and uh, so you 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 love them and do for them like Christ does for the church. Uh, husbands, love your wife just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her that he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of the water of, by the word, uh, that he might present her to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that she should be holy and without blemish. So husbands ought to love their own wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. For no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it, just as the Lord does the church. For we are members of his body, of his flesh and his bones. For this reason a man shall leave his father and mother, and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. This is a great mystery, but I speak concerning Christ and the church. Nevertheless, let each one of you in particular so love his own wife as himself, and let the wife see that she respects her husband. So, um, I don't know the list of men's needs and women's needs, but one of the things that men need from their wife is respect. That's their top. Top as need. As a matter of fact. Yeah. yeah. And, and, but respect is you submitting to God and to Jesus and to the Word and and putting your spouse, your wife, and your children before yourself. And that's where respect, that's the source of respect. I mean, they will respect you. There's nothing that uh, I need to use the right word here. There's, there's, there's nothing that uh, I get complimented on more, I guess, from my wife is when she sees me doing the word. Yeah. Uh, and that ministers to her. And so, guys, your responsibility to God is to love him. And do what he says. And you do that, you'll have the respect of your wife. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah good point, yeah. And another thing, you know, like we were saying, love means I will give. Now, um, giving is a choice. Love is a choice. It's not based on feelings. It may have started out that way in the dating days. But, you know, we have to continue to love. The Bible says love never fails, you know. And I read in one translation, I don't remember which one, years ago, Love never fails to keep on loving. And that's true. And it, it's a decision, though. It's a choice we need to make every day. You know, the I do's really don't happen at the altar. They really don't. They happen every day. And the choices that we make and how we serve each other every single day. That's the real I do's. So I do? Or yeah. do I really? Yeah. Right. And, and yeah. the way you do that is... 
daily. Mm-hmm. Lay down your life yeah. for your wife. Uh, wives for your yeah, husband. Uh, how can I, what can I do? How can I do? Mm-hmm. What can I say? What, but, but more important, how, what can I do so that she knows that I love her? And uh, take out the trash before it piles on the floor. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do. <laughs> uh, uh, help with the dishes. I do. Sometimes after three or four requests, but I do. <laughs> uh, and I have taken it upon myself. You know, she's had a rough day. She's had, you know, some challenges. And there's a sink full of dishes there, and she don't feel like doing it, and I know she don't feel like it. And there's been times I didn't feel like doing it either, but, hey, they need it done. And and uh, she, I didn't have near as rough days she's had, so I go do the dishes, and it's not a big deal. Uh, uh, what was that? Uh, you help with the chores around the house. Uh, you push... You follow the vacuum around the living room. Yeah. It's you know? not girls' choi- chores. You can tongue tie girls' choice, boys' choice. Chores. Chores. I can't speak today. I don't know why. It's not male or female jobs. We're a team and we help each other. Something needs to be done. We do it. We work together and we don't keep score. Love doesn't keep score. No. Love just gives. You know, love means I will give. But there's, yeah. there's advantages to loving your spouse. Tremendous. The side effects of loving your spouse are awesome. <laughs> and some of those even happen in the bedroom. Yeah, yeah. yeah she said that. <laughs> because that's that's the truth. You know, uh, I, I'm, I'm sure I heard this from, from Pastor Ken Blunt, but it is uh, chore play leads to foreplay. That, that wasn't actually him who said that, but, but, people, <laughs> have said, but people have said that. <laughs> So, you know, uh, helping out around the house, you know, help, help your love life. And, and you don't do it so many get, ways. You know, you, yeah, you know, yeah you that's not your get, motivation, you know. You know. But it reap, you reap what you sow. You give, yeah. it's going to come back. Yeah. You know? that's, there's a law of sowing and reaping. You know, and it just amazes me. It goes I see back. so many, huh? That goes back. Love never yeah, fails. Right. That's true. Yeah, right. doesn't fail. And was I gonna say? Yeah. And it just amazes me how many people are running around trying to be spiritual and the most spiritual thing they can do is love their spouse and they're failing to do that. I mean everybody running around being spiritual, they're not investing in their marriage. Oh, I heard teaching on this and teaching on that. And we need to, you know, hear teaching on the whole Bible. Of course we do. But what my point is that so many people are learning all these other things and they're failing to learn about marriage or invest in their marriage every day they're just bypassing that and they don't even take it seriously you know the bible says that you know that that you know our prayers can be hindered when we're not treating our spouse right i wish i could find that scripture where is that i'd like to to have that read i don't remember where that is i mean i know where it is but i can't remember off the top of my head you know that you're i'll find it take me just a minute here and you know, anything you want to say, we'll find it, or you can just wait. Like, so, 
uh, uh, something find it's important because it is important. A lot of folks just don't give it a thought and they don't think about it and they're like, "Oh, I was naughty to my spouse. Okay, no big deal." Like, and they don't even take it seriously. God takes it real serious. It's a real big deal. So, so the way we started out here yeah. is God invented marriage, yeah. and He had a plan for it, and He had a way for a man and a woman to relate to each other in marriage. And and if you don't if you don't do it his way, yeah, uh, you know what? Uh, there's way too many Christian people getting divorced. Yeah, there should be none. Yeah, I don't believe in irreconcilable differences. And you're the no, that, God that's, that's baloney, yeah. that's hogwash. No, but there is grounds for divorce. There, there, there is. is, there is, but it shouldn't be. There's no such thing as irreconcilable differences. There is no such thing in that. 30, 40, 50% of marriages. It's called, I'm not willing to change. That's irreconcilable differences. And that's not from God. That's a lie from the devil. All right, let's see what it says. Okay. Likewise, husbands, dwell with your wives according to knowledge, giving honor unto them as unto the weaker vessel and as being heirs together of grace of life that your prayers may not be hindered. In other words, we're supposed, I mean, that goes for wives too, husbands. We're supposed to be treating each other right. Or our prayers can be hindered. That's what it says right there. You think you could snotty mouth your husband or your wife and, and just be selfish in your marriage and think you're going to prayers or they think that your prayers are going to answer? That is incorrect. The Bible says that's incorrect. And, and it, yeah. my experience is that people that are snotty to their spouse probably aren't doing much praying anyway. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. But And the reason they may not be doing much praying is because it doesn't seem to be doing them any good. Right. And the reason it's not doing them any good because your prayers are hindered mm -hmm. because you haven't got a right relationship with your spouse. That's right. That's right. And so uh, fix that because yeah. your prayers need, yeah. need to accomplish to much. Yeah, to repent and go to your spouse. None of us are perfect. We all mess up. Go to them. Don't be full of pride. It's going to cost you. It's going to cost both of you. Yeah, and it's, and and to hang on to the pride, yeah. uh, you think I can't I can't talk to her about that because mm -hmm. because you're prideful, but if you can't talk to her about it, yeah, uh, it's not going to do you any good to talk to God about yeah. it because I mean, yeah. because your prayers are hindered. I mean, there's weeks and weeks of teaching that needs to be done on this subject. We're, we're not, we've talked about it before, we've ministered about it before in the past. We're not sure how much we'll do this time about it again, but I, there's so much could be said and so much needs to be said, you know, yeah. and we'll keep going back to this subject. Yeah. But, you know. So this is what I'm, this is what yeah, I, I want you to do. Uh, Honestly examine yourself and ask yourself, is my marriage, my relationship mm -hmm. with my spouse where it needs to be? That's right. And, and, and if you don't know where it needs to yeah. be, find out where it needs yeah. to be. Uh, yeah. Get a hold of some resources yeah. that show you, teach you the, the what God says about marriage yeah. and 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 how it should be and learn and, learn, and then practice. and then learn your wife learn your husband right. learn yeah. what makes them tick learn how they are in the situation yeah. uh, some of that stuff you should have learned before you married them yeah. uh, if you go to 
out with a guy, ladies, if you go out, out with a guy and he takes you out to dinner and he's rude to the waiter, uh, red flag. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> you know? Uh, uh, so, like I said, you know, you need to know some of this before you get married and, and you people that are single and, and desiring to be married, you need to be growing into the man or woman right. of God right. that understands marriage, yeah. understands the, the relation, learn as much beforehand. Because experience is a, is a good teacher. I mean, as an effective teacher, but it's not the best teacher, uh, you know. You can, you can go through college, high school, college, and you can learn stuff. And then you can go out and experience life. And, and some of that knowledge you gained helps you. Uh, I heard a guy talking about, uh, you know, you're going through math class in high school. And you think, I'm never going to use this before. Again in my life, never going to use this, and and you may go through life and never learn that particular thing, but if you did the assignment and studied it and did your best to learn it and do it, what you were learning is a thought process that helps you solve problems down the road in your life, and so so it's preparing you for for things later. So. Uh, and and this is no no different. You get prepared for life. Uh, you know, I started I started to say when uh, I told my pastor that I was wanted to get married, and uh, uh, I had read in the Bible that you uh, in the Old Testament it says when a man finds a wife, uh, he'll neither work nor plow for a year that he may get to know his wife. New Testament says, you don't work, you don't eat. <laughs> but you're the provider. And in the Old Testament, before they got married, he was able to provide because her dad wouldn't let her marry a guy who wasn't able to provide. And daddies, don't let your daughters marry people that can't provide for them. Uh, you know, and that's easier said than done. They make their choices, but if you've raised them right, they'll make the right choices. And you can encourage, you can encourage and discourage and, you know, do it. But, uh, you know, I've heard Pastor Ken say, you know, uh, does he have a job? Does he have a house? Does he have a car? <laughs> you know, some important things, you know, if, if, for your daughter to consider before she gets serious about a person. So, uh, love your spouse yeah. first. Yeah. Love your spouse first. Uh, and love them every way possible. Uh, First, like you said, love God. That makes it easier. 
yeah. to love your spouse. It's all about the heart, you know. Yeah. So your heart, your heart, you have your heart right with God. It makes it easy to have your heart right towards your towards your spouse. Yeah. And or easier. Easier. And you know, if we're continually submitted to God, um, we'll be willing to change the things that need to change in our marriage. Um, willing to be corrected by God, and and we look at ourselves instead of the other person, and always see how how they need to change. We need to look at ourselves and see how we need to change. When we make those changes, in most cases, it'll bless our spouse, and they'll be wanting to make the changes that need to be made too. So, yeah. so the bottom line is, you know, we have done a whole um, bunch more marriage teachings in the past, and we'll, we will revisit that again in the future. But what I wanted to, what we wanted to, just really get across, basically, in this um, today, was just you know saying how. That it's something to take serious, marriage. Marriage yeah. is something to take serious. Yeah. And you need to be willing to change. It's not all about you. You need to first submit to God and, and then be a team to one another. It's not all about finding your own rights and, and standing up for yourself. And there's a good scripture, and I can't remember what, we're going to wrap it up, but there's a, there's a good translation of what it says there. I'm not trying to find that. And I'm going to read it to you. This pretty much sums it up, what we were trying to say. And this is a fantastic scripture just so we'll close in a minute here but let me just um find it okay okay so while she's looking that yeah, up I'll, I'll, I'm getting it. I'll share this one more okay. thing um that i've learned over the years about um uh, well with learning learning your spouse learning your wife and your you know, like I said, we've been married. We'll be married 13 years in, in May. And uh, <clears throat> we we all have things that we've done all of our lives or done in our lives, uh, little habits and, and stuff. And one of the things that, uh, that I know really irritates my wife is leaving dirty clothes laying around you know you take them off in the bathroom don't leave them laying in there go off and do something else pick them up take them put them in the laundry and uh and that's not a hard thing to do and it, but if i don't do it it irritates her so learn those mm-hmm. things that that uh, irritate your spouse and don't yeah, do them uh, that's a good piece of advice uh and you know, on the other side of that, there's things that that your spouse may do that irritate you, but are they really a big deal? That's true. Yeah. And and you know, there's things that I've never told my wife that that irritates me because it's not a big deal. It's it, I get I adjust to it. You know, and that's part of loving. Uh, you don't. You don't. You don't demand your own way of doing things, and have a successful marriage. It doesn't work that way. Okay, I think I got it. And it's funny because it came up in my Facebook memories the other day. I meant to write down where it was because this is so good. And I'm gonna see if I can find it now. Okay, here it is. Oh, I love.
love it. First Corinthians 7, 3 to 13, but it was a message Bible. That's what it is. I'm going to read that. So I'm glad I found this. You know, this is just so good. Uh, this is in verse 4. First Corinthians 7, verse 4 in the message Bible. Marriage is not, this just sums it up, and not a place to stand up for your rights. Marriage is a decision to serve the other, whether in bed or out. That sums it up. That's fantastic. Yes. That's yes. a message Bible, First Corinthians seven. That's just to summarize everything what we were right. teaching today. And so every area of your life, physically, mentally, yeah, spiritually, uh, yeah. it's not about you. That's, yeah, it's about it. your spouse. Yeah. So that's what we basically wanted to get across y'all today, and the folks you know that are going to be listening to the podcast. I mean, we've done in-depth teaching on this about what wives needs husband needs that we've learned and and things that god showed us in our own marriage but the thing that we want to get across today is the seriousness of this and how it's not all about you it's about serving and you know and if you need to repent repent and do better we all can do better you know we all keep growing and growing but make a new and fresh commitment today father in jesus name i just lift up the Folks here and the folks listening in Jesus' name. Oh, Father, that you speak to their hearts in Jesus' name the things that they need to change. Most often, you know already what you need to change. You don't really need God to speak to your heart about it. But I pray that he ministers to your hearts and, and that you would have a desire to submit to him in this and to do better and lay aside your pride in the name of Jesus. You know, that you take... Make a choice today to submit to God in this and change some things when you change. Go to your spouse, repent before them, and, and let's make a fresh and new commitment today in Jesus' name. I do. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Yes. <laughs> and you keep doing. And you keep Every doing. day. Every day. You sow and invest in your marriage. Every day. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. God bless you. God loves you. We love you. God bless you in Jesus' name. Amen.